It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Care Bar and Grill Podcast. Jeff Johnson coming to you live from upstairs studio with me, Lisa Murphy. Hello. Good morning. Lisa, I'm, Lisa. I'm pleased to say that I, I haven't had a sneezing fit while we've been recording. So I, I now I've cursed myself. You're, you're <laughs> a little bit allergy today. I just got confused, uh, confused by the uh, Zoom while I was doing my ooh part um, because it went a little extra long. And for the first time, Zoom asked me if I was playing music and asked me <laughs> if I wanted to go to professional audio settings. So apparently Zoom thought I was uh, singing to you all. So that's <laughs> that's interesting. Um Hey, before that. we before we transition into to this topic, I just I want to acknowledge something. I was going to say it as we wrapped up the last session, um, but but for for folks who listen in order, you'll get this reference. I, I think I want to point out that what what happened in the last session where we we were planning on talking about something else, but something that Jeff said when we got started, and we we went down another path. And um, I like it when that kind of stuff happens because. <laughs> it, I like the subliminal message that we've sent, which is, you know, we have an agenda, we have a plan and we deviated from it. And at the end of the day, it all worked out just fine. And that <laughs> flexibility piece. And, and I, I don't like to point out obviously the obvious, but, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to point that out. You know, it's the, the, the flexibility piece is, is crucial to our work. I've continued to say that our favorite F word needs to be flexible. And if it's not, you're going to be very frustrated. <laughs> well, I mean, those are two good F words, but I, I like the I, traditional one. I, mean, I like the traditional F word myself. <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. Um, and um, that one, one of the other things, the, the last time Lisa and I were together, by the way, we talked about power play and sticks and uh, weapons. And there are probably a couple episodes in between that with other co-hosts. But um, so we're, we're talking about that. And one thing we didn't touch on is that all of those kinds of play, rough and tumble play and stick play and superhero all those kinds of play are pretty easy to manage and support with most kids most of the time but every once in a while um you run into that kid and i think all all classrooms have a version of that kid and that kid is is the kid that that challenges you the kid that knows how to push your buttons that's because um, you have 20 of them yeah, 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 and I mean, and I mean, sometimes, sometimes you do, I guess, but, but, but really, um, it, you know, that kid often takes up eighty-seven and a half percent of your energy. Um, so I thought maybe we could do an episode talking about that kid and managing that kid because and making time, environments work with that kid. 
the reason it takes up so much of your energy is that you're trying to contain, you're trying to contain the child as opposed to setting up an environment that is able to contain the child. The adult is trying and you're using up your energy in an effort to do something that you're never going to be able to do. So you're, you're, you're trying to stuff that round peg kid into a square peg environment or, or a square kid into a round. Yeah. I would say, cause I think it's more of that visual trying to smack it in. You know, you can, you can probably put a round peg in a square hole. Well, it um, depends on the size of the hole. Well, that's true as we know. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I get it. And I, I think also like what we talked about last time, that some of the topics that we we unpack here on on the show when we're together, we had a whole different way of approaching it early, right? Before we knew better or back in those early days, like how I approach that kid now would be totally different, you know, than, than those first five, six years of teaching when I hadn't yet internalized the idea of controlling the environment instead of the child. And, and I think because we have, okay, once again, the closer we get to a true play-based program, I would argue the quote unquote easier it is for that kid. But when we're in a hurry up, get him ready, 20 minute chopped up schedules, 30 minute circle times, sit still, be quiet, one, two, three, eyes on me, that kid does not fit in that environment. And I think that kid ends up being called that kid for no reason other than the inappropriate expectations that are being put on them. Yeah. I remember one time, Jeff, you said that, that, and, and, and I don't remember if this was something you wrote about or if it was actually an experience you had of somebody doing, you know, one of those stereotypical 30 minute circle times, letter of the day, color of the day, you know, the weather bear and all that bullshit. And one of the kids started getting up and walking away and, and, and that you were able to talk to the teacher about how, you know, they're not being defiant. They're not looking to be a pain in your ass. They are being for and telling you the only way they know how that what you're expecting of them is just not okay. You know, adults can get up and walk away if they sure. don't like the play that they're at. But, I, I wish uh, I wish more of them would, um, because a, a well, lot of times, a, a lot of times, adults feel like they're they're kind of trapped too. Now, if you, but if I think there that kid can exist in a, a truly play based environment, and we're talking play based, we're talking uh, basically programs that that are in a, an alignment with uh, with uh, Peter Gray's five conditions of play. Um, but okay, so a child who's new, the children who are new to that environment. Sure. who don't know how to play, who've sure. never had a chance for rough and tumble play. Sometimes they become that kid um, in, in those. They don't know the rules yet. Right? Environments they were, they, yeah. They don't know, or I mean, they, they don't know how to rough and tumble play because they never had the opportunity to rough and tumble play. If you're, right. if you, if you've grown up in that kind of environment, um, you, you, you know, the, the give and take and, and all of that, you can do the dance, but if you're brand new to, I mean, we, we see this all the time, uh, uh kids who don't know how to play period because they've never had the chance to, to play. And so well, that's when we go kids... into facilitator mode, right? So sure. if, if, if I see, and, and that's when we, you know, I still do, I, I touch my 
my chest and I, I bop it. Like I'm putting myself on speakerphone. That's what I've always called that speakerphone. What? But that's what I do. Speakerphone. I'm going to say what I see. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You got, you got some sort of speakerphone button in your boobs. I, I guess what? not my boobs, like right above You're, them, right? right the, my, my clavicle, right? The pre, my clavicle the pre, pre-boob area. I, I don't remember how that manifested, but it, I've done that for forever. And I would, I just do that like speakerphone, put yourself on speakerphone, talk, talk about what you see. Um, and, and, you know, your side coaching, narrating, you know, sports casting, all the language that, you know, we know how to do that. It looks like David wants to be a part of what's going on here, you know, and he's new and he doesn't know the parameters. So let's pause for a second and figure this out, right? Because the, the child who has the ability just hasn't had the practice to enter the play. That's a whole different issue than a kid that just does not know how to enter the play, right? There's like, just has no idea. And so they end up disrupting the play or they misread the play cues or their, their timing is off. And so sometimes they look like that kid when really you, you might just need to teach them how to read the body and the interaction a little bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah. And know, I mean, one of the, so, one some of, the, of that, some of that can come from modeling. Some of it come can, can come from one-on-one direct instruction in the moment, right? When it's when kind when of that, sitting that, next to him, like you don't need to turn this into some kind of lesson. But but you know, you're watching. You could be like right there with them, like whispering. Do you see how he stood up? Do you see how when he got pushed over, he put his hand down and helped him up? Like stating the obvious, which I don't know. Maybe maybe sometimes we feel like, well, I shouldn't have to do that. He's five. Yeah, but but you obviously do. So so to think that your energy is better served elsewhere is is you're missing the point. Now you're misreading the cue. You're not picking up on what you actually need to be doing right now in order for it to be successful. And I also will add again, beat the dead horse. Sorry. But the closer we get to that play based environment, the adult is not overly distracted with, oh, shit. I got other stuff I have to do. It's almost circle time. Oh, it's shit. I got to go get snack together. So my point being is that there's nothing else that requires your undivided attention at this moment, except this side coaching or this interaction with this kid. Yeah. Yeah. And in those kind of those a, a truly play-based environment, you, you also tend to have more time for observing. Yeah. And, and so you, you become, it, it, it's easier to understand what's going on with that kid when you when you've got the time to step back and and observe and and see how people are moving and interacting in the environment yeah i think what what might be the challenging thing about that kid is that that kid um i mean maybe you don't have the right tools in your toolbox for dealing with that kid and so maybe that's why your usual belt your your superhero belt is is missing something yeah yeah i mean because because maybe that kid has has brought a i mean you find them challenging because you just don't have what you need to i mean it goes back to uh to maslow's hammer right um if if all if all you have is a hammer you're going to be looking for nails um and and the hammer might might not be right the right tool for the job and so if you're if you're feeling like your toolbox is empty with a kid it it might be time to to step back and look for other tools and so that sports casting is a is a tool better observation skills is a tool um direct instruction used appropriately is a tool paying attention to the um what happened right before 
and what has happening after you know sometimes when it's when we've got that kid we tend to only be focused on that child but you know what who's orbiting around him or her you know what, what what are some of the things that might be happening that trigger some of that behavior that makes this guy become that kid for us but i also wanted to say really quick that to to, to our 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 viewers and our listeners please remember that the fact that you need a new tool in your tool belt or an additional tool or to modify a tool please do not take that as a reflection right your your willingness to go get a new tool and acknowledging that you didn't have it is better than thinking by golly the tools that i've had have worked for the last 20 years well and they have but they're not now so get over it like don't get stuck there and there's no maybe, shame in getting more tools and, and yeah yeah and 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 there's no shame in, in in realizing you need them and and there's no reason to go back and beat yourself up for the for the years you didn't have that tool beforehand um and and and, and i mean we we part of the journey i hope for most people is that you you grow and, and you refine your tool collection if you're if you if your tool belt includes if if the hammer if the hammer you have your your only tool in your tool belt is is a scold and time out and so so uh, tiffany uses too much glue and so you scold her and put her in time out and and jonathan throws his green beans in the floor so you scold him and you put him in time out and uh and and erica uh wants to rough and tumble play but we don't do that here so you scold her and put her in time out if that's your only tool i mean you 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 i mean it might in a fashion be working for you and it's probably not the most effective tool for dealing with all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and how can we not bring up Tamar Jacobson in this kind of conversation as well Is how, how many kids are labeled that kid simply because they're poking our own buttons of stuff that, you know, triggered us and memories and things that happened to us and, you know, how, what is actually causing that frustration for us? Sure, because because a lot of that kid, I mean, that kid might be that kid because that kid reminds you of you. Yeah. Um, that kid might be that kid because that kid reminds you of somebody else in your life. Your brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we bring our own baggage to to these kind of things all the time. Uh, Lisa Murphy, I, I, uh, Tamar Jacobson uh, scared me the other day. Tell me what happened. Um, I, I got a. I woke up. You know, I'm going about my morning stuff, and I had a message. Uh, she got Jeff. You got to. I, I, I got. Want to ask you? I want to talk to you about something. Can we hop on Zoom? And I'm like, my 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 day was pretty busy. I'm like, I can't. But you know, tomorrow afternoon I've got time. And she's like, like okay. And I'm like, am I in trouble? Um, and I'm, and she's like, no, but of course, I mean, look, I've got low self-esteem. I, I assume the only reason anybody ever wants to talk to me is to tell me I'm in trouble for something. That's just, that's just, you know, that's the neurosis I, I live with. Um, and, and so I spent the whole next, uh, Oh God, that ruminating feeling. I hate hours that. <laughs> wondering about what tomorrow was going to scold me about, even though she said she wasn't, but, but you know, that's exactly what somebody who, if, 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 if you said, Hey, am I in trouble? And they said, no, that's what exact, that's exactly what somebody who would say to you if you were in trouble and they wanted to show up to the Zoom. So, um, and then we hop on Zoom and the first thing she says is you're in trouble um, because of course, Tamar's fucking with me. And uh, no, she just had a, a podcast question um, and, and we had a nice chat. I wasn't in trouble and it was, there was no reason to be scared, but, but Tamar oh, I'm scared the same me. Way. 
I'm the same delightful. way. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe yeah, I need to just... talk to you. Ah, what? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, what what, what, what did I do wrong? What did I yeah. do? Yeah, I remember yeah. when uh, <laughs> I remember one time I was when I was still living in Rochester and I was working at my dining room table, typing, doing emails and whatnot. And my phone rang. And uh, I think you remember this story. And, and the caller ID, I'd said the U.S. No, what is the State Department? It said the U.S. State Department, and my first thought was, "What the hell did I do?" Like, <laughs> and there's no reason why I would be in trouble with the State Department. <laughs> but that was when the Jamaican embassy wanted to book a gig. But that's that's but that's how it called. Like the caller ID straight up said the State Department. Like, really, you wouldn't protect that? Like, that's really <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, who's going to answer the phone on the State yeah. Department calls? Yeah, right. What did I do? What did I do? But yeah, I think we've all had that kid. I believe, and I can only speak through my own experience. But once I started, once I started to shed all that control need, once mm-hmm. I started to to to, once I actually started down the path of internalizing initially, right, assimilating for the first time, all the stuff that I now talk to people about and write books about, when I first started down that path, it became a lot easier. It can still be challenging, but because you're shedding the stuff that got in the way of creating a relationship with that child, it got easier. Like, Yeah. yeah, there still might be a rough day, but, but it's because now we're trying to figure out the dance as opposed to me just wanting you to go away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that, that relationship point is, is probably, I mean, it's vital here. The, the more deeper, longer, you know, a child, the less likely that child is going to be that kid. I, I think because you you know their background, you know what uh, you you know the gears and uh, pulleys that make them tick. Uh, you you you've, you've taken a look under the hood, mm-hmm. and and so it's a little bit easier to to deal with them, isn't it? I think yeah, and I'm having a total sappy thought, a visual in my head, but the, and now now I'm channeling Mimi, <laughs> Mim Mim. The bigger we're willing to make our circle, right? the circle, my comfort zone, the more, the bigger of a circle I'm willing to draw, the more of them I'm going to be able to let in. But if I'm only letting in the people that I like, the easy ones, the quote unquote good ones, that's a really, really narrow circle. And a lot of people are being left out. And, and another Tamar quote is that every single behavior is an effort at a connection, right? Every single behavior is in an attempt at a making a connection and, and to, to, to spark a relationship. And, you know, sometimes they're misguided and sometimes they don't work. But when those kids are trying to break into our comfort zone uh, by throwing a block or hitting somebody, you know, we... I think there's room to realize that if, if we were willing to make our circle bigger, some of those, the kid wouldn't have that need. They wouldn't need because they knew they were there instead of having to like throw something at us to wake us up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we often, and I mean, it might be because we're half burnt out ourselves and everything. We often, we don't see those things as, Hey, let's have an interaction and a relationship here. We see them as, as net bad behaviors, but what it, what it really is, it's a, it's a, it's a look at me moment. It's a pay attention yeah. to me. And, and, and so a lot of times those things do get labeled as, as bad, 
or inappropriate or wrong or whatever, or are we going to scold mode? And yeah. what we should really be going into is, is relationship mode. Always. So Lisa Murphy, can, can adults be that kid? Can coworkers be that kid? probably for the same exact reason <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I, <laughs> they're just bigger they're just taller <laughs> I was I was thinking about this uh this earlier and I had uh and I've talked about her before and not by name because I do truly like her but back in my director days there was another director who and we'd have to show up at United Way funding meetings and and other Your things favorite. in the community and everything <laughs> yeah because I mean I'm I'm always up for a good meeting and she was she was never fucking on time. Never. She, it could be, it could be her retirement party and she wouldn't show up on time. It could be, I, I mean, I, 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 I think she's still alive. She could, she, she'd show late up late to her, for her own, own funeral. Death. <laughs> um, uh, but, and, and, and she, I mean, it drove everybody the fucking fucking crazy because you we'd, we'd have to stop and we'd have to catch her up. And then there's there's another eight minutes out of our lives sucked up by this already life sucking meeting. And and so it, in my head, she I'm thinking of adults who in my life who've been that kid. And, and she was she was certainly one of them. And, and she had a, a lot of positive sides to her, too. But but that that just and and so sometimes that kid whether it's a child or adult it, it, it ends up being just a, a total personality uh friction or, or conflict i guess it, it will be i think we get better at because 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 okay let me let me find the word because i thought i was about to sneeze and i don't want to because i want to finish this thought you might still have like like okay let's just just for the conversation some people are further down that continuum of, of adopting play 100% of play. Right. And so just because you're on that side of the continuum, really close to like 100% play oriented, you might still have that initial like gut of like, Oh God, here comes that kid, but we're quicker to push through it. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, like I, I I'm still acknowledging it. I don't think that acknowledgement of it really ever goes away, but we don't, respond to that the same way maybe that we used to so i'm going to acknowledge like there's a part of my brain that knows she's always late but i don't get stuck there right i'm willing now to also see the other things that you do and i'm more willing to realize that this other piece of you is something that just comes with you and yeah. instead of trying to get that piece to go away i i make room for it yeah because i'm allowing myself to see that you bring other things too yeah, I I, I, get I, I would I, get I would believe that there are there are probably at least a handful of of that kid type tendencies that Tasha has seen in me over the years, and and she's realized that there's there's enough there's enough good stuff on the other side of it to uh to balance the ledger and, and keep me around. I, I I think I think that's probably why uh why we're still together. Um, oh, do you I'm find that do you think that there's you did you just lose a thought? Sorry. Oh no, I came back. Are, are there are there times I wonder, and I don't have an answer to this, it just jumped in my head, where where you're that kid in some situations, but not that kid in others? Oh, sure. I I think. Um I don't know. Like, like could you like could you dial into it, right? Like usually for the most part, I'm not that kid, but every now and again I can be that kid. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, every once in a while on this podcast, we, we, both of us sometimes go into into rants about things that are kind of that kid. I mean, to some listeners, they're probably oh fuck, ranting Here again. Goes Lisa um, again. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's that piece of it. The, the the thing that slipped out of my head and then slipped back is sometimes the that kid thing though is is a is a real bias. And we talked about this last oh, time we were together. Um, there's there's some sometimes. Uh, it, Okay, so there there are people who have a that kid situation. If it if it's all boys who want to rough and tumble play, that's that's a bias that you've got built into you. If it's if it's all if it's all kids that that look a certain way or come from a certain background, and and those kids are always turning into that kid for you, that's that's probably some personal shit you need to deal with. Yep, yep. Good point. Good point. Well, and I've said that for years, everybody who works with young children either should be in therapy or, or, <laughs> or, or at least needs to be willing to, to, to think about it. You know, not that you always have to go to therapy, but you have to have a resource to be able to talk to people. And I don't remember if we talked about this the last time that we, you know, sat down and recorded a bunch of episodes together, but in the play therapy world, in therapy world, counseling world, if you're a therapist, you, you will often go get supervision from somebody, you know, to assist you. Like you go in, there's a client who's triggering you or you're stuck, or you're not quite sure how to frame what their presenting condition is. And so you go get supervision. And I think that that model is something that would benefit early childhood people. And I think probably it exists informally. You know, like you could go talk to your, your boss or your director or your lead or whatever the language might be in your program. But, but, but I, I, I don't always know if it makes room for the vulnerability piece of going to supervision. You know, does that make sense? Like, like, yeah, I go to my supervisor to talk about the fact that, you know, Johnny's triggering me, but I still might not be comfortable in admitting that. Yeah. Like I'm not comfortable owning up to the fact that I'm now as a early childhood person realizing that, you know, I expect boys to act the way that I expect girls. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to unpack those, those biases and, and make yourself vulnerable by, by voicing those things. I mean, I mean questioning yourself, those, all, I mean, that's all it's all hard stuff to do, and, I, and probably like, I, probably harder to do with a with a coworker or or supervisor. Yeah, the, yeah, and, and just because, and now we're back to that relationship piece, right? So, depending on the nature of your relationship with those people who would be your administrative higher ups or that hierarchy, you 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 might not be willing to go and disclose that for fear that they're going to think you're not a good teacher or you know whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about that. I think it's a, it's a good practice. It's a good model. And, and I, I, I think it would benefit us to be yeah. able to process stuff without, you know, to be able to own the fact that we have a certain reaction, maybe to one or two children in the class and, and have somebody that we can work that out with so that we're not working it out with the kid. Yeah. Yeah. In real time in the classroom is probably the yeah. hardest. So having have, just having somebody that can be a sounding board for that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, even if it's your, I guess your personal journal, if that's something you're into, sure. that might be a way to to do it because nobody else has to look at that. But you can kind of kind of take the things that are in your head and and bring them into the physical world a little bit. Yeah. So listeners, if you have that kid or eight or ten of them in your classroom, the kid that's crawling under your skin and scratching at that alert's nerve, I guess the takeaway is is focus on relationships. 
un unpack your own personal baggage a little bit, um, uh, put more tools in your tool belt, build a bigger circle, um, and, and and just take take the time to, to reflect on on where it's coming from. But uh, anything and I'm going to add, let me add, mm -hmm. to give yourself and here's the like, this is the suggestion I give people when I get those emails, right? You know, that that kid email yeah. is spend a week focusing on what they are doing. What, what are they doing? You know, you might be focusing on what they're not doing. Yeah. What, 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 what do they do? Are we just, just reframe your lens and focus on stuff that maybe you've just been blinded. You've had blinders on because you're only focusing on the, the, that kid behaviors broaden the you know take the blinders off and see what else is going on there because sometimes it can actually be very very enlightening and we don't realize you know that we did have those blinders on really really tight yeah sure hey and, and don't beat yourself up i think uh you know people beat themselves up about all this stuff all too often you don't need to do that just just take a breath and move forward the, hey, you're looking for more Lisa Murphy. You're looking to book Lisa Murphy for a live in-person gig. You're looking to book Lisa Murphy for an online gig. You're looking to just stalk Lisa Murphy. Go to the all-new ooeygooey.com and check it out. Uh, back soon with an episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.